For most of us, work is a sad affair. We are confused about it, disconnected from it, or simply over it. Fulfillment, lasting success, and a sense of purpose are rarely found. And yet we deserve them, because happy work is not just a possibility, it is a right. Welcome to the Human Value Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we explore a new take on a better work reality and how we can all achieve it. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Human Value Entrepreneurship Podcast. We're thrilled to have two very special guests today. But before I continue, I'm Vera and I'm here with Olivier. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Well, we, we today on the show, we have Christina Brophy and Lean. Please say your last name for me so I don't butcher it. Yeah, absolutely. It's Al Ramlawi. Al Ramlawi. Okay, so um, they are running the Women's Empowerment Network. Christina is founder and CEO, and Miss Lean is VP. Yes. Awesome. So before we dive into it, um, and you tell us more about the Women's Empowerment Network, um, we like to ask our guests some special questions. Olivier, do you want to kick us off? Well, the question of all questions is, who are you really? Okay. And now think well, like what are you going to answer? Because I'm not asking you for your job credentials or whatever. It's like, who are you as a person? Who are you as a person that is capable of doing what you're doing at the very core? I don't know if you prepared for this. (laughs) I mean, I spent a lot of of time looking at what human value is. So uh, as far as who I am, I feel like, um, do you want one of us to start? Yeah, by all means, whoever wants to start. Um, okay, Lee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Nice one. <laughs> Throw me under the bus there, but um, I, I can go first. I think I, I, I tried to think of who I really am. And I think I, the more I, the older I get, I feel like I'm, I, I'm just a human. I, I, who I am still finding out who I am and I still finding what I, you know, what I like and what I don't like and what I like to do and who I am as a person, I think. But when it comes to the core, I'm just a human who wants to help other human and want to be there for them. So I, I don't know if that's really answers your question, but um, it's a tough question. It's, it's a good Uh, question, you know, but why we're asking it (laughs) and there's no right or wrong. That's also the nice thing about this question. It's just like, we don't really ask ourselves this question too often, right? Yeah. Yeah. Another. All eyes on you. (laughs) I answered Christina, just so you know. Um, I honestly, I was asking, like we literally before this interview were asking, we're like, who are we? Like, who are we for real? And I like the same. I was like, I still think I'm trying. I still am trying to figure it out. Um, I think that I feel like I do have like a mission being here. Um, I'm not a religious person. I do believe in God. And I always feel like I, sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? Is, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And that, it doesn't even have to be uh, work related. Um, but I, I do feel like I'm somebody who was uh, born with, um, values and integrity and somebody who genuinely cares about people and um, I, I, I just feel like I, I'm here to, to do good. Um, and I feel like that's kind of what I've been living by. And there's also times where I feel like there are people that I wouldn't say come to attack me, but like, I feel like there are obstacles or things put in my way to, 
kind of steer me from what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but I always come back. I always come back to the um, idea of this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I, I think just knowing that I that I'm ge- somebody genuine and with integrity, I know that I'm still doing the right thing. And I don't know if that makes any sense, but this is just it does. And I, <laughs> I, I hope I'm not talking to the both of us, but I also think we're very passionate. Like we, we are very passion driven, even away from work. We are if we have passion for it, we're doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we're passionate human beings. <laughs> That's what we collect. And we so always well. say, I was like, are we, sometimes we're like, are we the same person? Cause we literally <laughs> just like the same things, like the same, like things that like, we could be watching like a sad puppy commercial on TV. And we're like, we need to help them. And we're like, <laughs> and some people will be like, change that channel. I don't want to see that. But we're like, I wonder what we could do, you know? I think what really resonated with me now is I am just a human being. You know what? A lot of us forget about that sometimes. Then we become lawyers, we become, you know, drivers and we become husbands and wives and all that. No, we're human beings. Mm -hmm. And everything you just answered, because that's our point. That's what makes a human being. The values, the integrity, caring for each other. You know, we often hide behind all those titles, the business cards, the credentials, the CVs. But who's behind it? right? Mm -hmm. Who's behind the armor, behind the suit, behind, you know, the mask. And now I think we set the room with this, right? This is just four human beings having a good old conversation. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. And, uh, and spinning off that, I think a lot of people, when we bring up human value, they're like, oh my God, what is that? What, what what do you mean human value? And you just said, when you help people, uh, when things try to topple you over and you, you go back to who you are and you still show up, and you bring what you are forward, that's your human value. And now you have learned to turn it into something that helps others monetize it. It's something you can touch, but it's mm-hmm. not, that's not the actual human value that's spewing out of you. You know what I mean? That's just like the product or the service that you put together in order to uh, display it, basically. Now, touching upon that, tell us more about the Amazing Women's Empowerment Network because, Christina, that's how I met you. I went to, um, uh, San Dimas, my friend couldn't go. And I was like, I have to go by myself. Like, I don't know if I can do that. You know, that's back when I was just kind of like, am I, am I strong enough to go and show up to an event? By yeah, a lot. And a lot of, I actually was surprised this time because there's a lot of single tickets. And so right. I know a lot of people, like I'm somebody personally, like I wouldn't go to event by myself, but I feel like, like now the way just entrepreneurs are and women are even men that are going right now, they're like, I'm going to just go for myself mm-hmm. and see how it is. Cause it's, I just feel like it's kind of, it used to be weird to go by yourself. So it's kind right. of, yeah. Where people individual mm-hmm. tickets. And I'm glad that I did because I, I saw again, uh, you perform your human value, maybe without you even knowing. And uh, yeah, I, I've been hooked ever since. And then I got my husband hooked. So tell us more about the event um, uh, and just the whole organization in general. Um, why did you start it? And Lean, how did you get involved? And what are you guys doing together now with it? Well, I'll kind of sh- I'll, I'll share like from where we started and then I'll let Lean uh, jump in and where she came in. And I don't know what you I don't know what you really know about my story, but I think um, to start and I'll try to keep it in a nutshell because I get all deep and passionate and whatever. <laughs> We're on a time limit. This are. is the right place. <laughs> um, so in 2018, I was um, getting out of an abusive relationship where I basically it was a point where my stuff was thrown all over the lawn. I literally grabbed all my things. I 
didn't, my family didn't know about this relationship that I was in. And I was just really embarrassed to like ask for help. I had nothing, just literally was with this, with this guy. And I ended up being, I had nowhere to go. So I was in a women's shelter. Um, and I was there probably for like about a month. And during that time, I felt like I, like I was in the darkest place of my life and I needed something to, to get out of it. And like, I just knew I didn't, be- I knew I, I, I knew I didn't belong there. And so like, I started reaching out for things to help me. I started uh, going to church. I was like, I know I need help and I'm going to start, you know, with going to church. So I started there. Um, and then I started just like looking for like women's events to go to. I found this something I've never done, like never went to a women's event. I always thought that stuff was cheesy. Uh, and I went to one and I, I there was just a speaker um, and she said something. Um, I It was a motivational speaker and never I've never heard, you know, motivational speaking ever. And the speaker said, um, if you're tired of doing something over and over, then stop doing the same thing over and over. And what resonated for me at that time was not going back um, into this relationship. And like, it was me, like, you know, get a job, get on your feet. And where I was from, there was not very many events or motivational things. There was like a lot of tequila festivals, beer, like all these things to help you forget your problems, but not, not help quite you get the them. same. Um, and I was like, I honestly feel like I want something like this more focused on motivational and like just inspirational, empowering words, like in my community. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was barely getting a job. Didn't even have the money to like put on an event. I, re- I asked like random friends that had their own businesses. I'm like, hey, I want to rent out as a place. If you guys like want to promote your business, whether you sell Tupperware or whatever, like if you could pitch in like a hundred dollars, whatever. It was very like throwing it together. And um, I started just getting into it. And I, you know, I rented out a place. I had, I don't know how, but I had like 75 like businesses that, um, we're like, okay, we want to showcase, you know, what we have. Um, and then my focus was the motivational speakers. So I looked for women that were, you know, that talked about things that I went through in domestic violence. They talked about their struggles. Um, and some way, somehow, like 500 people showed up to my very first event. Um, and then there was, you know, the 75 entrepreneurs that were there and they all did really well with, you know, the people that were buying from them. So I didn't realize that. I was helping them, you know, with their business. Some of them had barely started, so they wanted to be seen. So it was helping these entrepreneurs be seen. And with the speakers, like the speakers, some of them were women who faced like um, postpartum sexual abuse, domestic violence. And it was their time, first time sharing. And it was like healing for them. And they told me after the event, like I thought they were like stars, you know, before, but they're like, I really needed this. Um, and the people in the audience were like, I needed to hear that person on the stage. So like, all the way around, it went well. And um, people are like, when's the next one? And for me, what I just thought was going to be a one-time event, uh, I really, I think the response from people and like t- people with tears, like after the event saying like, you helped me start my business or, you know, I needed to heal that person. Like it really made me think like, wow, this is really doing something. And so people are like, bring it to LA. And I wasn't really confident because I didn't know anybody in LA where I was from. I knew a lot of people. Um, so I was like, okay. And during this time, uh, during the first event, I was in the process of like, uh, I, or during that event, I raised funds to help women that were going through domestic violence, like pay for counseling. I somehow did that. And I was like, I want to have a nonprofit to help women that are going through that pay for counseling, because that's something that in the beginning I couldn't afford. And I knew that it, it, it was helpful. So I registered during that time I registered, was registering my nonprofit 
And then I was planning the next event and um, my next event, um, which was the one you went to in San Dimas, there was um, almost 800 people that were there that showed up. And honestly, I didn't know anybody from there. I don't know anybody from LA. So I, you know, then I got sponsored by LA times and I just started to become bigger. That went well. And then I started planning the third one. And then during the third one uh, is between that time is when I was diagnosed with cancer. And so I was going through chemo. So my third event, I was actually like completely bald. And I, I started going through the struggles of somebody who's battling cancer. And I, there was times that were hard for me. And I'm like, one day, like, it, I was like, if I get through this, like, I want to be able to provide the resources that were offered to me when I was going through it. I'm cancer free now. But like, when I was able to incorporate that in my nonprofit, I started adding like resources. Um, and so we just became bigger. And then um, just started adding like more initiatives. And so this was, I would say this happened from between 2018 and 2020. And that's when did I meet you in 2020? 2020. Uh, in 2020. And she was actually working for an organization uh, in Canada. Um, and we were actually honoring them at the at event that we postponed. And um, you could tell them a little bit how about how you got involved. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my part comes in. Well, first of all, I have tears in my, my eyes every time I hear Christina's story. I'm an, immig- I'm an immigrant from Middle East, so I've always seen injustices and had that women go through. And I was kind of raised around that, even if it's, you know, not fully applied to me by my close family, it was somehow I was still affected by it because it's a whole culture and country that you live in that is um, oppressing women. So I, I always knew that I have always, I always wanted to advocate for women just seeing that and growing up. And I did not know how to uh, pr- like, I didn't know what platform to use. And so at the time I, when I graduated from communication, I worked with an organization um, that supports immigrant women. And through there, I got to uh, introduce the organization that I later on joined. Uh, it's um, it advocates for menstrual equity. And I got to understand more about the period poverty struggle and issue that a lot of women out there and youth struggle with. Um, and that's when I became a full on advocate and joined the organization. Um, through that time, we, um, Christina have reached out to be an honor, an honorary and her event. And that's when I got to meet Christina and hear about the work she does. Um, unfortunately, the event had to be postponed during to, uh, due to COVID. So I did not fully attend, but um, after seeing what Christina does through her event and through her organization, I was pretty much really inspired to even uh, collaborate and be part of um, the work she does. So I reached out and I stayed in touch. Um, at the time, we talked about uh, creating an initiative within the organization. And that's when RAD was born, uh, Raise Awareness, Advocate and Distribute. Um, we went on our first mission to Jordan and um, later on, Christina asked me to join the organization and I said, absolutely, say less. <laughs> so, uh, and here we are, we're working on advocating, you know, for women, especially the ones who are facing adversity um, and domestic violence, uh, period poverty, cancer and, and cancer survivors um, and much more. And the crazy thing is, is that originally my nonprofit was like, uh, registered for helping women like through domestic violence. And it was just to, um, to help honestly pay for counseling. Um, and then like, I feel like the more I got into it and more involved, like I started seeing other things. I'm like, I I'm literally like, I think we could help for this. I think we could help for this. So I kind of changed the shift to women facing adversity. So like, as I'm able to, with the resources that I have, I, you know, I provide for that, but I feel like it's something that it's going to, 
keep growing. Like I never, I never thought that I would be going helping women internationally. I always thought I was going to just be helping women with, you know, therapy. So I feel like the more that there is a need um, for help, the more that I'm going to add to like what we could do, like with what we have. Can can I say something? First off, I mean, it's, I'm not religious either, but I'm very spiritual. So hallelujah. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. This is, this is insane because first off, it's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story, but at the core of the story, everything you just said reflects everything that we believe. There is you, and you have all this potential in you that's just locked away in a toxic relationship, but it's there, but you don't know how to access it because the world keeps pushing you into a corner and you believe that. So you stay in that corner in the toxic relationship, but then one day something happens you know, the, the hero's journey, and you step out of it. It's oftentimes a call, a call to action. We see someone, we're inspired by someone, and we say like, enough. And then because of that, you turn your own experience, that which you experienced, into the gateway with which you can access this potential. This is what you do now. And we've seen this hundreds of times that people had to use their experience to access their potential. Without this, the potential would maybe have unfolded in a different way or later you would have done something else, but still coming from the same place, compassion, helping people. And that's, that's precisely, you know, like what we believe so much. And then, you know, it's like the tree that grows out of the soil, it's, it's now ready. It's now showing itself in the daylight before it was just like, you know, in the soil, hidden away from because of toxicity and because of bad thoughts and negativity and all that. But now, as you said, suddenly you branch out, you go international, you find new ways to help. That's a beautiful tree that you're growing. I think this is mind-blowing. You know, everything that you just said, underneath there is the story of this girl that finally stepped out of her own shadow and and accessed her potential and now is ready to share all that potential with the world. We need, we need millions of you, ideally. I think this is so crazy. It's such a such There'll a be a lot of crazy in people in this world. <laughs> hey, what? There'll be a lot of crazy people in this world if there are millions of me. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. good. We need so that. Guess what? Those, as they say, those are the ones that change the world, right? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it, it's beautiful. It's through and through, beautiful through and through. Both of you also kind of like how you play off each other. In, 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 you know, uh, maximizing that yeah. human value that you give. Because first you had to do something for yourself, right? You had to mm-hmm. step out of that for yourself. But then you have to use that to, you know, to help others step out of their shadow. So I think that is, that is amazing. And I work with a lot of women, mostly women, actually, because an observation that I made and that, you know, I, I see again confirmed in your example is very often we forget that the first part of the work is birth. We have to be reborn. We have to be born out of the shadow. And that's female work. That's what I wish for so many men to also understand that their vulnerability the, to access your emotions, to access, to access the deep work, you know, the self-work, which I see in the tree as the female part, giving birth, is so important so that then you can go out there and have a business so that then you can go out there and, you know, impact people. But first you got to know 
who you are. That's why we asked that question at the beginning. And you just proved, Christina, you really know who you are. You really do. Or you would not be able to do what you do. So hats off. So much. Yeah. But don't worry. I do have my days and I'm like, what am I doing? Should I be doing this? Yeah. But, but but it, always, it always comes back to, yes, <laughs> yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And there's yeah. going to be challenges, but. It Are would you be, human or not? Yeah, You're exactly. Human, right? You're human. It would be strange if you didn't have those days. It would be strange if your ego didn't suddenly get in the way. It would be strange if you guys go three years where you don't butt heads on something at some point. You're both oh, human yeah. beings. You're, yeah. We, we butt heads all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's the beauty of it. I think that for the sake of keep, keeping these short, we're going to have you guys on again um, on March 26th, uh, the Women's Empowerment Network event event is on it's happening in Burbank um maybe you guys can give us a really quick rundown besides seeing us speaking there I'm gonna have my grandpa I'm, I told him to uh to send a uh, a two-minute message oh. to, to the audience an encouragement he's a um he's a teacher he got his master's in teaching so he's been teaching his whole life so he's talked to like a lot of students people and he's on it he he has stage four cancer right now and he's somebody that you cannot even tell he has cancer he's always been positive and just you know and so he's just somebody that's a huge inspiration in my life and so I was just like I want to put my grandpa on stage too um he's just so proud of this event and I was like I want to have him a part of this like so I don't know so I that's beautiful I hope your grandfather will feel a jolt of energy and warmth that day when a room full of amazing people will think of him yeah Yeah. that can make a difference like wow this is so beautiful this is an amazing idea i'm i honestly i'm excited for it i'm just (laughs) like i i'm i can't wait to see it all together especially after our meeting the other day i'm just like i am so excited for it christina can you tell us where people can get a hold of you on social media or other lean you as well please social media you can personally get a hold of me on Christina Marie Brophy and that's Brophy like trophy uh, that's how it's spelled or um, the we network.org or the the women empowerment network um, on Instagram you can get a hold of me um, at lean Alram Lawi um, and also you can follow our mission, our international mission, Rad at Rad International, also on Instagram. Uh, we have the same names on Facebook, Lena Remlawi and Rad International. Thank you so very much again from the bottom of our hearts. And uh, we're hugging you virtually and we'll hug you uh, in real life really soon. All Thanks, right. ladies. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you like what you heard and you want to continue on the path towards achieving your own happy work, make sure to subscribe so you can get notified of weekly episodes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for at The Y Story.